The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 449. That right. Yeah, well, so, uh, <laughs> uh, night of the videos, I guess. Oh, God, guess yeah. Yeah. Title. Oh, they can't uh, hide it. Week yeah, of videos. Some of it's misinformation. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Yeah, some of it is. Some of it's pretty true. It proves Right off the bat, they did release the, uh, oh, shut up. Beating death of a FedEx driver at the hands of several. Uh, Tennessee police officers. Yeah, because um, white supremacy strikes again. Oh, that's bullshit. The officers are all black. It yeah. doesn't matter. White supremacy knows no color. Uh, well, that kind of defeats the point, wouldn't yeah. it? I, Come um, on now. Come on. Not really. When you break it down and how how it seeps into the mindset of just everyone, it's 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 like cancer. Holy shit! Well, uh, anyway, uh, a lot of it is body cam footage, and then uh, I guess the security uh, footage. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not too great, but uh, well, at least that shows yeah, the truth. I just like what set them off, you know? Apparently, he was pulled over for oh, reckless God, driving. Yeah, you know, that's. Uh, hmm. I don't know, but they beat the man to death. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty horrific. Uh, so uh, now they're bracing themselves for uh, riots. Oh goddamn! And of course, uh, Antifa had been uh, burning out down Atlanta. Well, they, the police uh, killed a man. Uh, one of their members opened fire. Well, and shot. Well, a police officer. The police returned fire and killed them. Exactly. They shouldn't have done uh, that. Apparently, according to Antifa, the police are not allowed to defend themselves. Well. uh, Yeah, so they got to burn the city down and all that. So uh, I I expect more of this. Mostly peaceful. um, And uh, I, you know, I guess they'll respond to this. And remember, Um, property damage is not violence. So uh, speaking of uh, police uh, cam, uh, we finally did get the release of the Paul Pelosi uh, assault. Come uh, on, video. Yes. I uh, don't know why it would take this long. Uh, well, there's a process. For the most part, it seems the, to confirm the, process. the initial story. The police video the, got released. Guy just breaking into the home. Uh, uh, he's standing there at the door. It is very bizarre and weird. Yeah. Uh, so man. we were saying like it looked like Pelosi's was tied to the guy. I, Baby. I'm not seeing that in there at well, all. Well, look uh, harder. It looks like they were both holding uh, and struggling over the hammer. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, and then uh, the suspect, uh, uh, David DePape, or whatever his name is. That's his name, uh, yeah. Then strikes Pelosi and just knocks him out right there. Oh, uh, God. And the police it, rush in. Just like that. a horror movie. Uh, but, it's um, just outrageous. It's rather surreal. But then there's the uh, the, the phone call that was also released uh, where uh, it's clear uh, Pelosi did not know the man. No, he didn't. Um, so, uh-huh. I don't know. And sure, it, it's sure. like he's saying, yeah, the, usually the Capitol Police are here when my wife's here. Um, but they're not. But, but they don't protect her family or anything? I mean, uh, the Speaker well, of the House is third in line to the presidency. Should say you know, there's a lot going on. President, Vice President. Well, uh, so, uh, attacking the uh, Speaker of the House's spouse or kidnapping him or holding him for extortion purposes and whatnot is all very likely. Well, I... I, 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 
What the hell's going on? That video was deep fake. What? That's why it took so damn long for them to release it. They had to reshoot it. For oh, the my God. And they deep faked the faces on that's there. Outrageous. That is the real that just, video. That's just, you, you know, uh, it's messing with your narrative, and you, you go to extremes. You're just, you pull your head out of your ass. I mean, come on. Don't you ever go nowhere near my ass. Meanwhile, uh, Project was... Veritas strikes again. Oh, they're trash. The of uh, an executive from Pfizer uh-huh. uh, admitting to a gain of function. No, that's not what he said. <laughs> uh, the scenario is they uh, got this uh, this time a guy. Usually they use a cute girl, but it wasn't going to work on this guy because he's gay. Oh god! So they, uh, they got this uh, cute guy, I guess, to go romance him. And it, uh, apparently on the third date, trap, um, terrible. Uh, this guy starts spilling the beans. Uh, about they're still doing gain-of-function thing. that no. says it's not gain-of-function because they call it uh, directed evolution. There you go. Mm, yeah, boy, which sounds more akin to horror movie scenario. Holy uh, shit. Where they uh, deliberately infect monkeys well, uh, in order to develop the vaccine for this new mutated version of the virus. Well, that's science. Uh, the problem is, is, as he admitted in the conversation, is that the mutations happen naturally as well once you release this, and they can't really predict it because, you know, it's like, oh, close to 8 billion people well, out there. Well, that's too many a lot people. Of different ge- There's uh, the problem. sequences, so what? mutation uh, is, uh, <laughs> it's going to happen, so, uh, oh, and you can't God. really predict it, so. Oh, my God. Yeah, the vaccines don't work. But, uh, but, but, that's but as he said, it's really bad for Americans and the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> but it's quite a lot of profitability potential for Pfizer. Yeah. Well, so anyway, you know, when uh, for James work. O'Keefe, the head of Project Veritas, comes out and does Who his Chris Hansen. a liar and a, and a fraud. This guy freaked out and said, no, 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 he was lying trying to impress Preston Well, there Jake. you go. See, it was all uh, a lie. grabs uh, the iPad from uh, O'Keefe, uh, smashes it, uh, locks shit. the door, uh, tries to keep them there, which is adding to the charges of uh, he uh-huh. uh, keeps property. He tried to destroy it. Well, uh, well that was very big what they did to uh, His cameraman. Uh, and then uh, false imprisonment, you can add to it. Oh, come it, on. Know, wanted to lock the door to keep oh, them please. there. Uh, he claimed he was just lying, you know, well, but uh, exactly. that massive overreaction, which is the massive fear this guy is experiencing. Uh-huh. Not only is his career over, but uh, boy, is he messing with some powerful people oh, yeah. all for a chance to get laid. And uh, well, later on, after they, they, they leave and the, the Fairtoss guys are going to their car, there's the guy in the middle of the street uh, stopping a vehicle because he thinks it's them and he's trying to contain them. <laughs> yeah, good luck, buddy. So uh, any any chance that his story was, hey, I was just making it up, uh, is now gone. No, uh, no. That's such an overreaction. No, and if you had any lingering doubts about this story, uh, YouTube has pulled the video well, from they should. Uh, Project Veritas. They should. Channel. Disinformation. Uh, even though the clips and the basic uh, rundown of it is everywhere. Even well, they on got YouTube, the work cut out for them. Uh, uh, scrap, you know, get rid of all those. Too late. Uh, boy, it's a lot. <laughs> but then, of course, it's still on uh, Twitter, which I think got 14 million views. <laughs> oh, thank you, Eva. <laughs> meow. Out of the bag. Oh, there, stop you know. it. And, no. uh, and then, of course, Rumble. and uh, bitch That's trash. Not trash. Uh, so, uh, but not the mainstream media. Uh, they, As they, they have should. no idea about this. Well, they should. Uh, uh, gee, it's funny how that works out. They're good on uh, them. So, uh, there you go. Uh, um, just perfectly fine with uh, just Murdering. Oh, stop people. it. 
It, uh, the guy said it was a lie. Chance it, uh, uh, guaranteed this was all selectively no. edited uh, and probably deep fake. No. Oh, now yeah, it's yeah. deep fake. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty devastating. But it's like, so he was lying to impress his date. Yes. He decides, yeah, we're a bunch of freaky Dr. Frankensteins. Ain't that cool? Want to get a room? <laughs> yeah, that's romantic. Okay, all right, buddy. guys, come on. Okay. But um, that's terrible. So there you go. That what an interesting series of of videos. Anyway, I uh, got a new episode of Bugman, uh, perhaps, but maybe not. Nelson News. So uh, stick around and enjoy. This is a Nelson News bulletin. Woman sues bar after getting so drunk she blew up ten million dollar home. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Canadian woman who caused $10 million in damages after driving drunk, crashing into a house, and causing an explosion is now suing the concert venue that provided her alcoholic beverages, as she claims the owners are to blame. The car bomb fiasco occurred in August 2019 when Daniela Lease, 26, was driving home from a Marilyn Manson concert at the Budweiser Gardens Arena in London, Ontario. After drinking at the show and getting behind the wheel, Lise crashed her Ford Fusion registered to her father into a brick home at 450 Woodman Avenue, rupturing a gas line and triggering a massive explosion that destroyed four houses and injured seven people. Falling embers led to blazes in several homes nearby and the entire neighborhood had to be evacuated with gas and water service shut off in the area. All told, the blast reportedly caused damage in the neighborhood of $9.8 million to $14.7 million. The financial impact of Miss Lease's actions have been enormous, with a total damage estimate approaching $15 million, Judge George Orsini told the court. Meanwhile, victims included two police officers and two firefighters who suffered numerous injuries, with one firefighter forced to spend more than a week in a hospital before being discharged. Lee subsequently pled guilty to four counts of impaired driving and was slapped with a three-year prison sentence in 2021. However, the Canadian wasn't about to throw away her shot at easing the financial strain. She and her father, Sean Lees, filed a lawsuit against Ovations Ontario Food Services, the company that distributed the booze. They claim that the Libations purveyor shares liability for the blast on the grounds that staffers ejected Lees from the venue while failing to take steps to ensure she would not drive home. In addition, Lees also alleged that Ovations had served her alcohol while aware that the bar goer was intoxicated, accusing them of pulling profit above safety, and that the resulting damage was caused or contributed to by the negligence, breach of duty, breach of contract by the bar. As reparations, they believe that the booze distributor is responsible for any awards or judgment amounts resulting from multiple court claims levied against them by Woodman Avenue victims. That is, if their father-daughter duo is required to pay any amount then they are entitled to contribution and indemnity from ovations. So I guess they're saying 
It's on the house. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Hey, you want some more Nelson stuff? Well, who doesn't? Well, sometimes I don't. Well, no one cares what you think, Lefty. That's not true. Anyway, if you want some more Nelson stuff, you head over to the Nelson Ratings. That's ratings. Ratings. I know how to say it. Head over to the NelsonRatings.locals.com. There's all kind of extra goodies and Nelson stuff there. That's right, Red. There's all kind of artwork and uh, all kind of uh, uh, audio stories that he, he posts there and stuff. And then links to his YouTube videos for, and uh, those other nasty video platforms like Brightway Places like Rumble, which you should never watch. You can just get it on YouTube, so don't even bother with that. You can do whatever that you want. Oh, yeah, they need direction. No, they don't. They're no side for themselves. Shut up, Red, damn it. But there's also, uh, you know, like his artwork and stuff. And then there's this poor man mystery science theater treatment of old public domain movies of the sci-fi and horror genre. You can check that out. Yeah, but you got to be a super supporter then and subscribe. And you do that and you help out old Mr. Nelson to bring you more stuff of his Nelson, you know, stuff. Well, yeah, that's okay. That's good enough, I guess. You're damn right. So head over to Nelson Ratings. Dot locals.com Well, you almost lost it there. Shut up, Lefty. So anyway, there you go, folks. Head over to nelsonratings.locals.com and get yourself some more Nelson goodies. With UFO reports from the U.S. military increasing, will the military soon reveal all they know? Perhaps, but maybe not. The number of reports from U.S. military personnel revolving around UFOs has increased substantially in the last year. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence released a report revealing that 510 such reports have been filed, including the 144 incidents mentioned in its June 2021 unclassified report on unidentified anomalous phenomena. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Reporting is increasing, enabling a greater awareness of the airspace and increased opportunity to resolve UAP events, the report stated. In addition to the 144 UAP reports covered during the 17 years of UAP reporting included in the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Preliminary assessment, there have been 247 new reports and another 119 that were either since discovered or reported after the preliminary assessment's time period. The Old Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or RO, established by the Deputy Secretary of Defense in July 2022, determined that of the 366 newly identified reports, more than half exhibited unremarkable characteristics, writing that 26 were characterized as unmanned aircraft system or UAS-like entities. 163 were characterized as balloon or balloon-like entities, and six were attributed to clutter. The majority of claims came from U.S. Navy and U.S. Air Force aviators and operators. 
Some of the terms RO intended to use to describe UAPs include Range Fowler, a UAP interrupting pre-planned training or other military activity in military operating areas or restricted airspace, and transmedium objects or devices, defined as objects or devices that are observed to transition between space and the atmosphere, or between the atmosphere and bodies of water that are not immediately identifiable. The report was supposed to be released by the end of October. In December, Ron Moultrie, the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, was asked if he had affirmative evidence that he had collected that showed any one of the anomalies was a space alien. Moultrie replied, The answer's no. We have nothing. We have not seen anything that would lead us to believe that any of the objects that we have seen are of alien origin, if you will. If we find something like that, we'll look at it and analyze it and take the uh, appropriate actions. As to what the actual appropriate actions would be was not clear. RO Director Sean Kirkpatrick cautioned. I would just say we are structuring our analysis to be very thorough and rigorous. We will go through it all. And... As a physicist, I have to adhere to the scientific method, and I will follow that data and science wherever it goes, scientifically. So, should they actually come upon any evidence that conclusively proves we are receiving visitors from outer space, will they release it immediately? Perhaps. But maybe not. The Mr. Nelson Show is brought to you by me, Night Night. Head over to IndiePlanet.com to get your copy of the Night Night comic book so that you can actually see me in action in my one-man war of crime. <laughs> Shut up, Boo! God damn it! I do the announcements. Oh, God. No one gives a crap about Boo! People get mad at us when we do, but well, it's a war on crime, and in every <laughs> war there's collateral damage. I mean, well, I guess it isn't one man war because I'm exactly. in a two man yeah. war. Oh. <laughs> anyway, we're running out of time. Don't miss this opportunity to get your hands on the adventures of Night Night and Boobo. <laughs> Night Night comic book available at indieplanet.com. The Bugman, mysterious stalker of crime, has been investigating a series of murder-suicides involving brainwashed prostitutes that kill their wealthy clients. So far, the investigation has led Bugman to Trollops, an escort service headed up by one grimy bagsplat, who, after a thorough interrogation process, revealed to Bugman that the man behind the brainwashing technology was one Professor William Strokeride. After revealing that, Backsplat's guts exploded out of his ass. So now we find ourselves at a small laboratory on the campus of Smeg Tech Community College, 
where Professor William Strokeride is working in the lab with a student. <laughs> All right, Sally. Do you have the buds in place? Uh, yes, Professor, but um, there's a slight high-pitched whine in the... Is that normal? <laughs> oh, yes, you see, uh, that's the buds in the process of making contact with your brain waves. <laughs> uh, my, my brain waves? Oh, yes, you see, the, the buds have to communicate with your brain waves and sort of learn its language so that they can rewrite it to program you to obey my every command. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I, hey, I didn't sign up for this. What's going on? It's a little late for that, Sally. Once I hit this button, like so, from <laughs> my remote control, it's locked in. And soon, within a few seconds, the process will be complete. <laughs> you see, before, the buds had to remain inside, but these new buds, hey, once they've finished their work and won't need them anymore, you'll be permanently reprogrammed. Obey my every command. Let's, uh, let's, let's get started. I can, um, so, uh, Sally, can you hear me? Yes, Professor. <laughs> oh, and Sally, you, you don't have to call me Professor anymore. How about you call me, uh, Master? <laughs> yes, Master. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you know, Sally, it's rather warm in here. You might want to get more comfortable by removing all your clothes. Yes, Master. (laughs) Look at that. Look at that. Look at those. Oh, yeah. Now, now, Sally, I gotta... Damn, what's that noise? What the hell is that? How about, uh, get on your knees, Sally, and... Yes, Master. that noise, what is that? Don't make any false moves, Professor Strokerod. What's going on? Lest you tell us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bugman. What's going on? I'm Bugman, all right? Fine, I'm Bugman. Stupid idiot. Sally, you... You've recovered. I, yeah, well, my clothes haven't. Where are they? Jeez, I, what's going on must here? Must have been the interference of, of Bugman's weird bug-like scream. Wait, it's not weird. Bugman's scream made me naked? Undid the earbuds control. So, Professor, you admit that you are indeed the man behind the brainwashing earbuds. What? what? Brainwashing <laughs> well, earbuds? I, uh, uh, Wait a minute. Now I remember. You bastard. You tried to... Brainwash my mind for your sick, perverted yeah, desires. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. God damn it. Here, this tranquilizer dart will take care of you. Oh, my God, Sally. I, uh, I mean, uh, uh, listen, Bugman. Uh, <laughs> this isn't what it looks like. <laughs> uh, don't. Listen, Professor. I don't give a rat's ass about whatever. Extracurricular, extra credit, after class shenanigans you and your slutty teacher's pet were getting into. What? No, oh, no, no. Well, no. Uh, what I'm interested in are the murders. Murders? I don't know what you're talking about. Don't waste my time, Professor. Bag Splat already spilled the beans, among other things, about the whole plan 
to brainwash prostitutes into becoming deadly assassins of wealthy businessmen. The, the assassins? That, that was his plan? Oh my god. His plan? Oh, let me guess. You're trying to throw Bagsplat under the bus. How convenient, since he's already dead. Dead? B-b-b-bagsplat's dead? Well, I'm no doctor, but when your guts explode out of your ass, well... What? Your odds of surviving are slim to none. His ass exploded? Then... Then that means he... He... He killed Bagsplat to... To keep him silent. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll bite, Professor. Who's the real culprit here? Who killed Bagsplat, and who's the real mastermind behind this whole insidious plot? Well, of course someone else is responsible. I, I wouldn't commit murder. I mean, it's... I was extorted into this because, well, there's certain habits that I have that this individual knew about, and, and if it got out, it would be horribly embarrassing for me. <laughs> well, you're facing far more serious consequences than embarrassment, Professor. Unless you start naming names. What? No, are you out of your mind? You saw what he did the bank split? I can't... Oh! Oh, no! What the hell? No! 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 no. Oh, man. I didn't say anything! You. No! Please, oh, no! Nasty. All right! All right! Just give me a name! Hurry! The, the, give me the name. room! Mastermind! It's, it's Dr. Chong! Oh, God! Not again! Oh, jeez. Well, it just goes to show. Evil is full of shit. Oh, no. Two down. Perhaps one more to go? Will Bugman ever solve this disgusting mystery? Find out in the next exciting episode of Bugman. Bugman was written, produced, and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music came courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. All right, that about does it. Before I go, I should make mention that I was briefly in Twitter jail. <laughs> Imagine that. What nasty thing did I do? <laughs> not the usual stuff. <laughs> no, I uh, uh, tweeted an article from Bounding Into Comics concerning the uh, uh, banning of the quartering and Brittany uh, uh, Venti, I believe is how you say the name. I'm not too familiar with her. I recognize her. She was on Compound Media and she's been friends with Chrissy Mayer and stuff like that. Anthony was all in love with her because she's cute and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Anthony. Uh, but uh, so that, you know, that's all I knew about her. Uh, but anyway, uh, she, uh, sent a screenshot to this woman, uh, Eliza Blue, who's supposed to be this big, uh, anti-sex trafficking activist, uh, claims that she was sex trafficked in her youth and, uh, she's fighting against it and all that stuff. So Brittany uh, took screenshots of this hip hop video that Eliza was in. And, um, well, it's one of these, uh, uh, very sexy uh, videos. Uh, Eliza is gyrating around in the desert in, in her underwear, uh, wearing a see-through shirt where her breasts are pretty much exposed and all that stuff, uh, shaking her ass to this uh, hip-hop song. And, uh, well, uh, Eliza went scorched earth uh, and nuclear immediately in response, uh, and apparently she's 
good friends with Elon Musk. So Elon Musk's uh, free speech advocacy is only goes so far. <laughs> But if you're a friend of his, you can get people censored. So uh, uh, Brittany was banned. Uh, the quartering chimed in and said, hey, what the hell? I'm posting the screenshot as well. He got banned. And uh, uh, now I'm assuming that I, and I don't know about what Brittany's doing, but uh, quartering, what it is, is they are in Twitter jail. So if he agrees to delete the original post that got him banned, his Twitter account would be restored. But on principle, he refuses to do so. So, you know, I can understand that. Uh, I just I'm not as big as he is. <laughs> so I deleted my post of Bounding in the Comics, which I, I, I and Bounding in the Comics is not. Uh, but then again, maybe they had to take theirs down, too. I don't know. Uh, but just the mentioning it because the, the article did not show the image, just discussing it. Now I mean, you'll see the hashtag free the quartering, free written event and all that stuff. I don't know if you get in trouble for that too. I don't know. Anyway, uh, YouTube following suit, uh, that video, which had been on YouTube for six years, it was originally a world star hip hop video. I think world star hip hop doesn't have it anymore. Uh, that's the reach of this. Uh, but why, you know? Uh, the video was made in her mid thirties. Um, this isn't any kind of, oh my God, she was forced to make this video. No, she wasn't. Uh, she's, there's videos of her promoting it at the time. She was all proud of it and stuff. And so uh, people have mentioned the Streisand effect. And that appears to be the case because now people are giving far more scrutiny to this woman than they did before, where it's looking like she's running a scam. It's like the, the modeling career wasn't going to happen as she aged out of it. So she found a new gig. Uh, I'm going to be this super activist. And, uh, you know, because the, the issue is so serious that a lot of people had sympathies for her and just kind of overlooked the, the holes in her story as she claimed she was sex trafficked. And now people are saying, no, she wasn't. People who knew her and stuff. And it's looking like possibly she made that up. Uh, which is sad because, yes, again, this, the issue is very serious, and there's people who work very hard at it and who really are, vic had been victims of this stuff and uh, work actively to stamp it out and fight against it and and get these uh, mostly girls uh, uh, help and all that, um, which is all admirable and noble, but when you have somebody come in here grifting on it, uh, that's disgusting, and uh, that might have been the deal. However, another little wrinkle uh, came about in this uh, week of videos. <laughs> uh, a, a woman I like uh, goes uh, and I, I, I backed her comic book project uh, for Lady Alchemy. Uh, her real name is Martina Marcota. And I've had her on the show. Hope to have her on again. Uh, but apparently Brittany Venti just hates her. Uh, went after her, did this old attack video uh, and uh, spread this around that uh, I but look, if you don't like uh, Martina's, uh, well, former career, she was uh, blacklisted out because she dared to support Trump. So the, she was out of that. They all destroyed her then. And now you have this girl, I guess, fancies herself on the right of some sort, uh, goes after her for uh, doing burlesque and all that type of stuff. If you don't like that, it's perfectly fine. But it was it's weird she went after her uh there there were some pictures of her dancing and there was someone's had pictures on the wall and it was pictures of kids but but that's not akin to dancing naked in front of kids or or well not naked but near you know 
sexy or whatever. Uh, but I, and then now there's this weirdo uh, stalker, uh, using Britney's videos to attack Martina and is, uh, it's like horror movie stuff, you know? And apparently, uh, went after her husband insinuating that she was cheating on him or something like that. I don't know the full story of everything, but just it was like obsessive uh, about it's like, what did Martina do to you? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I guess she was upset with her because she seemed to be posing as the Virgin Mary, but she was, you know, semi nude or whatever and that kind of thing. But again, says, yeah, I don't like that. But like this is some sort of like like Martina needed to be punished and outed as if she was committing some sort of crime against people or whatever. Um, she wasn't, you know. It's just like it's one thing to say, yeah, I don't like that stuff, uh, and you move on. But I mean, if she's engaged in that type of stuff, then because uh, I again I know very little about this girl other than seeing her on you know Chrissy Mayer's shows and uh, and Anthony's show and that kind of thing. Um, but that's, that's really nasty to do this. Uh, it's one thing where this Eliza blue person might be an actual, you know, con artist of some sort, you know, uh, and, a, and of course free speech and all that, but to actively go and, uh, and encourage people to, uh, go after, uh, Martina like that. Um, that's just wrong, you know? And, uh, could have some legal jeopardy here in that uh, this, you know, uh, creepy dude is now obsessing over Martina and stuff like that. So uh, it's bizarre. And uh, again, I'm just looking at this, don't know the whole story and everything, but it, it doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. So, uh, you know, that saying you hear it a lot these days, two things can be true. <laughs> So it's like, uh, yeah, Brittany shouldn't have been banned from Twitter over, uh, this Eliza Blue thing. But at the same time, uh, what, what appears to be the case with this, uh, Martina business, uh, I, I'm on team Martina for this one. Uh, so, uh, all you can do is apologize to make some amends. Don't expect it, but that's, that's the situation. It's a lot of nastiness, you know, a lot of nastiness, but, um, well, what are you going to do? I'll tell you what to do. Head over to the NelsonRatings.locals.com and check out all some extra Mr. Nelson stuff. And then you can find me over at New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon, as I'm now his co-host. Yeah, cool, huh? And you can check out NYCCrimereport.locals.com for goodies there that Pat provides. Some of it behind the paywall, some of it not. You can just check it out. And uh, we also do uh, latest fuck <laughs> over there. Um, there's a bit of a, a interruption at the moment as Pat is uh, busy with uh, gigs traveling around. But uh, do check it out and check out uh, New York City Crime Report, both the audio version. And then there's the video version over at censored.tv, which you'll have to become a subscriber to view those shows, which features my uh, New York Post stories uh, cartoons. And even Lefty shows up to do uh, a cartoon of uh, New York Daily News stories. Yeah. yeah. To get the other side perspective on crime in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. So do check that out. And come back here for the next episode of The Mr. Nelson Show.
The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Where's Doug? He's around here somewhere. <laughs>